Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to 4th and John, episode 217. This is the training camp episode. Uh, welcome to training camp. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's about the season. It's about the season. It's here. It's starting. We're live. Uh, I, we woke up this morning. It was like Christmas. You know, you, you're seeing your presents un, unwrapped. Uh, I, I know it's the first day of practice. They're not in full pads. Uh, we got we got we just got to see them coming out of the locker room stretching. Uh, they were they're were actually out there running some plays and stuff. But overall, I just you, you felt the excitement. You saw people's posts early in the morning, starting very early in the morning. I know uh, Jimmy had a Christmas theme post. I mean, that's how I felt. I felt like we finally get to see our birds. We've been talking about them for so damn long, a month after month, day after day, hour after hour. I know uh, Eagle fans are excited, and it's here. Um, so we're going to go over some of the notes um, and really just talk about what we saw today and tr- get some things off our chest. Uh, so how are you guys doing today? Doing well. I mean, July 28th is close enough to July 25th. This is Christmas in July, as as I would consider it. Uh, Eagles football is back, man. And one of the best things about it is I'm liking right now, granted, this day one, I'm liking where the vibes are at. Last year, we started off just on, on, on the wrong foot, uh, just from the get-go uh, in training camp, you know, everything going on with Zach Ertz and Howie Roseman. Um, the vibes were, were positive today, and I, and I enjoyed seeing that on the timeline, enjoyed hearing that from the beat reporters. And lo and behold, Slim Shady showed up at the practice today. Kind of crazy. I mean, that, that's that's all all excitement right there. Yeah, I mean, we've been waiting for this day for the longest, man, and it's finally here. I mean, it, it doesn't get any better than this. Uh, I'm I'm super excited that, you know, we could actually start talking Eagles football. I already had, like, about three of my coworkers come and find me first thing in the morning and wanted to get my opinion. And, I mean, I with the information that, I, that just kept coming out of my mouth this morning, I was like, I, I know I, it, reality kicked in on how hyped I am about, you know, training camp being here. Um, but, I mean – Again, the excitement, just watching some of these videos, the vibe, you nailed it, Ev. I mean, it was a different chemistry from last year. Um, You know, people were excited. People were energized. People were motivated. Last year, it was just like dead. 
and we didn't know what the hell we were going to get into. But at least this year, you know, we we have something to play for. Guys have, uh, you know, things to go out there and prove. And yeah, I, I was happy to see my boy Ertz, man. You know, Julie's still around. So, you know, I mean, I can't, <laughs> I can't, uh, you can't Brian hate on that. Him, but he still ain't calling. <laughs> can't hate on that. I mean, look, uh, another question still being asked, you know, is he going to be on that week one roster? Hey, uh, I'm not, I'm not sleeping on it, man. I told you guys that. I'm not sleeping on it, but we'll see what happens. I mean, when that when that photo came out of uh, Ertz uh, coming on the field, uh, that we did we did find some uh, f- a photo of, of uh, Prime, did we? Did we not? Is it in there? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not in there. <laughs> well, we'll we'll get nice, back to that. Nice setup. Nice setup. <laughs> we'll, we'll get. We'll, we'll get back. We're not there. expecting it, uh, dude. But go ahead. Go ahead, Jimmy. Well, uh, to tell you how I feel, knees weak, palms are sweaty. I'm about to have some of them now. Dude, I'm excited. <clears throat> you guys know I'm always trying to hit, go up to 11, baby. Uh, that's how I am when I deal with my Eagles. But when you actually see them on the field, it was like Christmas morning to me. Woke up, joyous as all hell. Got to talk to Gail this morning. We had some good conversation. Just, dude, it, seriously, like, you know how kids feel on Christmas. That's, and I don't understand how people can enjoy that. Cause you know, some people it's just training camp. Hey, to me, that's a sign of it's right in front of us guys. Here we are. And we get to break down everything we've been talking about the past few months. Some of these draft picks, some of these guys that were retained, some of the free agents really got some excitement going for me in my loins today. So <laughs> I'm pumped up, man. Um, and you're right. You know, all of you guys just mentioned it, all the fans on the timeline. So we're happy that you guys are tuning in tonight because we're feeling just the same way you are. We're pumped. Our birds are back. We need it. We need it dearly. I mean, someone that wasn't pumped, I was going to say before, some that, somebody that wasn't pumped when they saw Ertz on the field, it was prime. Uh, he was a, he was a little upset. Julie had to like, hey, you know what? Uh, we're, we're here to stay prime. Okay, so uh, I love it. I love can, it can, can we jump right into that conversation off the bat? Because I mean, I have had mixed feelings ever since the whole uh, Stephen Nelson signing. I mean, we have been talking about how we need to clear up space for a second cornerback on this team, and now all of a sudden, Stephen Nelson is on the roster uh, for the mere price of four million dollars a year. Um, and his cap hit's going to be under two mil. Ev. Uh huh. And so what I'm looking at now is like. Should we just keep Ertz this year? I mean, why not? Why the hell not? I I was under the impression we would have to get rid of him in order to attain a, a legit cornerback too. But now we got one. So Thank you. Why, I, I'm I'm all in on keeping Ertz at this point. Thank at you. A, at a five, you're you're good with keeping him for a five. Fuck yeah. Well, I he want, I want he... Jalen Hurts to have as many weapons as possible. That's okay, all I listen. want. He costs Listen, us man. like twelve point seven million right now. We could save eight and a half million getting rid of him. That is very, very. Mm, I like money, right? But what did we talk about the past couple of weeks? We didn't need to let go of Ertz to be able to sign Steven Nelson or Landon Dickerson. Here they both are on the team. What? Hey, I'm with Prime right here, and as Ev just said, I'm kind of. I mean, I'm one of the proprietors of saying Ertz isn't going to be here week one. But I'll be real with you. I'm, if I'm he excited. is, I'm not going to be mad. No. Yeah, hey, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to be mad. One two punch at tight end. <laughs> man. I'm not. I'm not exactly, going to be mad. Man. I mean, I mean, the chemistry is one thing that this team was missing. Like, I mean, I, I get it. Like, if if they can, if they have something else up their, their their sleeve that we don't know, like if they're trying to bring somebody else, that makes sense. I get it. Uh, but you know, if they're looking for chemistry, and you're trying to give your your rookie tight end, I mean, rookie quarterback, another option. But it's still it, like you're paying eight five and. And he's your tight end too. 
right now. I mean, because if you look at the line, I mean, the starting lineup, we had Dallas Goddard as the starter. Um, but we also, uh, uh, prior to the practice, we had um, we had our, our we had a QB one out there, out there, uh, you know, saying a little prayer, uh, mm-hmm. and he was walking out on the field, and uh, we got some exclusive audio. Oh, you were um, able to catch that? Yeah. Um, nice. One of my one of my boys was down there. And uh, he he got the audio of um, Jalen Hurts doing his prayer. Ooh, wait, look at here. What we got here? Yeah, buddy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Father God, I just want to pray for the 4th and John podcast. Man, they have a beautiful season covering the Eagles. Bless y'all. And rent is due every day. Amen. And let me pray for Carson's the dumbass to get vaccinated. That that's actually wild. Like showing the love for the podcast like that. Yeah, like, oh, I love it, yeah. man. I, I was like, hey, I was like, yo, you didn't have to do that, bro. And, and thanks for praying for us. But you know, one one we're praying for you. Story... <laughs> Prayers up. <laughs> I mean, one one story we have to get out of the way. I mean, it it happened. Um, and at the end of the video, you, you saw that he prayed for Carson Wentz to get vaccinated because nope. Carson Wentz to get vaccinated. He was asked a question. Uh, he politely declined to say it's a personal decision about him being vaccinated. And I, I, like it is for me, it's his, it's his choice. Um, but it's my first round pick. Uh, I really care about the first round pick. Yeah. I want yeah. I want you to play that seventy five percent. Put the aside and get me that first round pick. Like if it could be anything else, you could do what you want to do. But when it when it comes in terms with my 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 first round pick, then then I take it personal. Yep. You say, you say, the, I, I just got to get across the point that, like, I don't understand the point of saying it's my personal decision because that just uh, means no. That, like, because if you would have gotten the vaccine, you would have just said yes. Ain't so I mean, just, just say, say no. Yes. Yeah. yeah just, like I, I don't, I don't, afraid, bro. I don't get this whole this whole attitude of his man. Like, I don't know what's up. Like, you one minute it's like you know here I am defending him, defending him, defending him, and then he comes and pulls some stupid shit like this, like. Man, I'm like, come on, man. Why? Like, why? What? What is the purpose of not? What? What's so hard about yes and no? What is so hard? I mean, I don't fucking get it. <laughs> well, well, the the one the one thing that the, all seriousness, uh, you know, it, it's it's like if he gets if he's vaccinated, mm-hmm. he can come back quicker if there's a there's a yeah two days mm-hmm. versus if he's unvaccinated, he misses ten days. Ten days, yeah, ten days. So like difference. when you're when you're talking about this in 10 days in camp, that's a that's pretty much the whole camp. If you miss if someone on this team gets I'm right now we're at 90 percent vaccinated as a whole. The, the funniest shit is like, yo, I, you can't escape this whole vaccination talk. It's on the timeline everywhere. Now it's on like it's 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 super entwined with the NFL now. Like it's you have to be vaccinated. Even coaches have of our to be, world now. Yeah, man. And let it run up. This is what you can't even you can't even be at the facilities if you're not a player if you're not vaccinated. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and I, so I it, actually it's, do fear that it's gonna it's gonna get more stringent too. I mean, th- things in the COVID world are heating up. Yeah, I know. Things in the COVID world. We said this two years up. ago. If people don't think it's serious, you're gonna ruin football, and we will have to go back to mask. You're gonna have yeah. a vaccine. Here we are, almost two years later. It's like, dude, we get it. You're misinformed <laughs> and, and the Todd Todd says it's really no one's business though if you've been vaccinated or not and that, that and that's a that's a that's a respectable thought there but when the NFL and you're that's on their turf their turf and you're ruining their business lives they don't really care about the, they really care about money 
And if yeah. they give you millions of dollars, they want you to be on the field. So it is what it is, but it's going to be, it's going to be very interesting, man. Uh, Deshae says, hope they don't close the stadiums again. That's what I'm thinking. Dumbass. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not ready to and go through that shit again, man. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm not interested in them doing that, bro. I'm, I'm going to get uh-huh. really mad. <laughs> Listen, man, who are you telling? I'm with you, bro. I, that's, what I, that's why I said to you, because I know. We will be going to house to house. Yeah. Pulling your asses down. <laughs> <laughs> but but overall, I mean, you know, uh, get some things out of the way that, you know, we're just talking about COVID. Uh, our, our three players, Matt Leo uh, and uh, Alex Singleton and Andrew Adams. Um, you know, I'm not sure if they have COVID, but they were around someone that had COVID. Uh, and right now they're in the in the COVID protocol right now. Um, you know, starting off the se- season already, you don't like to hear this word injuries. Uh, we got some injury updates. Uh, Quez Watkins, he's day to day pending and physical. Isaac Suomalo, he's week to week with a hamstring. That's that's uh, that's kind of concerning. Greg Ward, it's a non COVID illness. Jalen Rager is limited with lower body tightness. Uh, when you know, you know, the word of training camp, I had lower body tightness once I knew training camp was here. Uh, what is lower body tightness? Did you get scared that the, 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 the ass cheeks get tight or something? Like, what, what's going on? Bro, I was, I was, I was, I was excited, man. Jeans got tight. <laughs> well, I mean, speaking of jeans and things getting tight and lower body tightness, um, or lower body tameness, uh, can we, uh, can we talk about that? Now, the Olympics, Euros, baseball, major championships, and concerts are all in this summer. You know what? You know what? What isn't a wild and hairy bush? Tame your game with help from our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below the waist grooming. Their fourth generation performance package includes the brand new Lawnmower 4.0. If an athlete treats their body like royalty, why not treat your pubes like Olympic gold? Fellas, do the right by your balls and join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to go with the code FANSIDED20. Uh, yeah, so, uh, boys, I mean, I, if I'm being real with you, I've had a lot of messages coming into my inbox. They're like, Evan, is it true your balls are really that smooth? Yes, guys. The answer is yes. The Manscaped is a life changer. Uh, The world is starting to open and the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is here to help you get ready. Inside, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, Crop Preserver ball deodorant, Crop Reviver toner, uh, (laughs) plus two free gifts, Performance Boxer Briefs and a Shed Travel Bag. Talk about world-class dismount. Uh, into a post-quarantine world, this package is perfect uh, for your package and peak performance in whatever sport you desire. The brand new Lawnmower 4.0 is here to take the podium. This fourth-generation trimmer features cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on and off switch that can engage at a travel lock, and it gives you the ability to turn the 4,000K LED Spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Did I mention the trimmer is waterproof too? Michael Phelps is drooling just thinking about the possibilities. 
This package <laughs> also comes with the weed whacker to chop your worst weeds up top in both your nose and ear. The tool is a lot to take home gold in the biathlon. The weed whacker is also waterproof and uses 9,000 RPM motor powered 360 degree <clears throat> rotary dual blade systems. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. <laughs> After trimming your pubes, show them some sportsmanship with Manscaped. <laughs> It's liquid formulations and the crop preserver, ball deodorant, and crop reviver ball toner are the way to feeling victorious this year. Manscaped also threw in two free gifts to their performance package 4.0, the Manscaped boxers and the shed travel bag. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping with the code SIDE. It is. 20. Get your balls done good. Manscaped.com. Achieve pubic glory this year with Manscaped. Nice. Very nice. Smooth as ever. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, get getting back to that lower body tightness. Uh, yeah. What what are your feelings about uh, some of these injuries going into trend camp? Yeah. I, I, that's a loaded question, Gail. I mean, I mean, where we we sat last year uh, with the hearing about a week to week injury with Isaac, uh, not I'm sorry, um, Andre Dillard, and we thought that it was just going to be a week to week thing. That kind of progressed throughout the entire season. So that with Isaac Sayamalu has me a little bit concerned. Uh, but as for all of the other ones, like a non COVID related illness, I mean, it's July. Um, I, I think that these guys are, are in the middle of shaking the rust off. Some of them are going to get nicked up here and there because they don't have the skin safe technology. And um, I, I think that that sort of thing's going to happen, man. Yeah. I mean, besides I'm, I'm a little worried about Jalen, man. I, I don't know. I, it's something that's just not rubbing me right about this guy lately. And, I mean, I, I'm really hoping Which that you Jaylen? guys, Jalen Rager. You know, what I mean, like with with the fact that he seemed he's, like uh, he seemed like he was in a good place recently. No, I, I. But that's what I'm saying. Like one minute it's just like it's a switch, man. One minute he's there, and then on the next minute it's just something going on. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping I could get you three to co- like convince me to get out of that that sink. You know, what I mean, because I don't want to be thinking anything negative about the dude. But it's just Bro, not I, sitting I, right I, with me. I felt like he was he was on one, and I thought he he said he was like getting back to normal, and I was like, this is great. He's very, he's heading into camp. Everything's great. I mean, hey man, if it's just lower body, you know, the wording of that, you, you have no idea what that is. Like, you know, if it's a hamstring or it's like a quad or it's a groin, you know, a groin is an issue. Yeah, yeah, seriously. I mean, and, and it, even if it's a random injury, you, you just want him coming into practice like firing at all cylinders, but. We're gonna we're gonna hope that he's okay. I think it's you know right here. Tim says it. Um, you know this is something. It's day one. If there's any kind of little thing nagging or anything, they're not gonna risk it. Yeah. Um, I think he probably said something. You know was bothering him kind of, and they were like, eh, let's. So he was limited today. If he would have been out, I still wouldn't have been too concerned, but I would have been a little bit more concerned. I just think I went into today. Whoever's gonna miss, whoever, yeah, you know, I'm not gonna get pissed off about it unless it says something like week to week. So Tim just said it right there. What concerns me is not Nate Meters, Isaac Sayamalu. Um, and what's crazy is Gail, I had you on my show last night and we talked about this. What if you know something were to happen? We like Sayamalu a lot, right? 
But now there's something going on. Landon Dickerson starting the year off on the NFI list. Smart move, you know, because it's an injury you got for the NFL. So we saw that coming. But Nate Herbig slides in to start today. Good old Nate, baby. My dude. So I like uh, that Nate Herbig's getting a chance to show something. But I'm praying that it's not him getting to show something week one. I really feel comfortable with Sayamalo at left guard. And I think if Landon Dickerson could have a red shirt year behind him, that's all I wanted was the line to stay healthy. Remember last year, day one, oh, Brandon Brooke. No, mother. No. So that concerns me. Uh, we we got Will here. Um, oh, was he hurt today? Oh, I actually. thought it was surprising. I thought he would pull the hippo uh, on MRI. I didn't know he. Doctors, <laughs> doctors are real. <laughs> What's MRI? It's a conspiracy theory. Uh, now, Will had a question. He said, who's Alf in the wide receiver, wide receiver group? Ain't, ain't Rager. Is, is it? I mean, you're looking at, look at, I mean, this is a crispy photo right here. Uh, this is your, your wide receiver one. And, uh, you know, everything, you know, he did he have his best day of practice? He will tell you he didn't. Um, he went right up to uh, Darius Slay after practice, and he, he wanted to know uh, what he saw from him, what he did wrong, and, and really just wanted to, you know, pick pick his brain. I mean, that's what you like to see from your uh, your ro- rookie wideout. But uh, for all intents and purposes, he's going to get a lot of a lot of these uh, reps, uh, a lot of these targets. Um, he's your wide receiver one right now. Um, did he have his greatest practice ever? No. Did he drop a Did he drop a ball? He did drop a ball today, but he had some nice catches out there. We did have him. Uh, we got a video of him showing off the footwork. Just, just a little something. Um, I mean, he makes everything look kind of easy, no? Silky, man. Dude, he's that's amazing. That's, that's what he is. He's just silky, the way he moves. Marvin Harrison's clone. <clears throat> you know, as a family of three, I'm going to be honest with you, I was looking at jerseys to get, and I was like, yeah, we're all going to get the Smith. Woo! Thank God uh, Dom said he wanted a Hurts jersey, because I'm like, can you imagine if the three of us roll up 666, riding like, yeah! yeah. I was like... <laughs> Man, Wouldn't be the best a, look. Got a real religious family. I'm sure they'd see pictures and be like, mm. I'm like yes. no, Smith. You know, the, the Smith. Glad, I'm glad. I'm glad you picked up on that, man. Seriously, <laughs> I would put those me, pieces man. together. <laughs> nah, but the, uh, you know, the, the talk about Smith, man. The 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 other cool thing was the fact that um, you know, I was reading into the article and the fact that he decided to go first on every you know route that they they were running. Um, you know, he wanted to be the first guy in line to go ahead and catch the ball. You know, regardless if he, if uh, he dropped it, cashed it, whatever, you know, he just he, he took that leadership role and was like, look, you know, I'm, I'm going to go first. And then you guys follow after me, man. I mean, like, come on, seriously, like, let's be honest. When's the last time we were able to talk about a wide receiver on our team that had that attitude that, you know, came in here with that, <clears throat> you know, with, with, with that agility and stuff. And, and hearing and reading about it, it's just like, man, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm hype. I'm hype, man. Yeah, I mean, you you talk about the uh, the wide receiver depth chart. Obviously, Rager's out. Um, so, I mean, kind of gives you a glimpse of where they stack up at the moment. Uh, Devontae Smith, wide receiver one. We had Travis Fogum. And then we had J-Jaw, you know, working the slot. Um, you know, Quez Watkins is also out at the moment. So, you know, overall, I mean, you know, I, I feel like, Right, right now, I feel like it's 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 Devontae Smith, Jalen Rager, and Greg Ward. 
Greg Ward in the slot. It's still he's still your slot guy. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's a it's a tight race right now. So I feel like right now that would be my one, two, three. I think there could be a lot of motion on that list, though, as a uh, training camp progresses. I think that people are going to have their opportunity to shine for sure. And uh, whoever Jalen Hurts ends up having the best chemistry with, that's the guy we got to roll with. Uh, yeah. I think I think that there was uh, a pretty interesting note, uh, considering this is one of the things that we have been talking about uh, this entire offseason. But Jimmy Kemsky had a note from the practice where he was talking about the, the one of the battles we've been talking about is the left tackle and how Andre Dillard and Jordan Milata where they were rotating uh, in the for with the first team today. And uh, it looks like Dillard actually got more reps that uh, you say. Jimmy Kemsky claimed that Dillard won the day. Um, is I mean, it's day one, day one. But uh, does that kind of shock anybody? I mean, is, is that no. my guy one? Y'all guy zero. I was going <laughs> to say what you said to the last thing, actually, to, you know, kind of what Gail said about Greg Ward. These are going to be different every day. So I saw a lot of people getting worked up about certain people being in certain positions and keep in mind who was out. But yes, the one I was intrigued was Dillard there. But I bet tomorrow we'll see my lot of starting the day off there. So everyone, I like what Evan said there. Everyone's going to get an opportunity to shine. They're all going to get their chances. Every, that's why they're not naming any QB1 or anything, and everybody's getting all butthurt about it. But it's like, dude, they're truly trying to make competition, and they want these guys to earn their jobs. And I think to the receiver conversation, I really think Devontae Smith is your one, and we all know that. Rager needs to step it up. Yep. Fulgham, I really like him, but, you know, Arthega Whiteside's going to be pushing him. You've got multiple guys on this roster all pushing each other. So I like what was just said there. I think it's going to be interchangeable. Everyone's seeing Arthega Whiteside needs to see if he can work in the slot. So there he gets it right away off the bat. Let's see what you got, dude. Pressure's on. I love what Sirianni's doing here. So uh, I just, just want to see the kid work. You know, I, I yeah. want to see something. Yep. Somebody <laughs> use him right, right? That's I think it. Sirianni could be that guy that gets the best out of J. Jolly. You know? I think I think I think Prime wants to get uh, you know, someone part of the Prime brand in, you know, with the a starting I got a starting rot, you know, yeah. starting a starting left tackle who owns a prime helmet. I mean, oh yeah, absolutely. That's called, that's called brain. That's a listen, flex. Man, that's uh, a flex. Listen, that man gets yeah. that spot. I, if the whole line wants a prime mask, consider it done. <laughs> yeah, prime would be like, "Hey man, meet me at Chickies and Pete's, man. I got the crab fries for you, bro." Uh, <laughs> no, but I, I overall, I think you know, even even if even if Dillard is not, he's not the real one. I think even. No pun intended. I'm just saying if, you know, they put that that whole competition thing that, you know, Sirianni's talking about, having Melata not be the starter on day one, you know, make him work work for it. Like, I, I, I'm tricking you into thinking, you, you know, all of us are thinking, hey, Melata, man, he, that's your position. Yeah, yeah. And that's and that's the thing. I mean, you, you see you see Dillard. I mean, I, I felt like that's what he fed off of, you know, all, you did, you did. Being, being off all year. Mm-hmm. And, and then you know uh, he, he that 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 must have set him off. That pissed him off that he ended up you know not being able to get out on the field. So he he ate off of that, and he was like, "Yo, listen, I got something to come in this season and prove." And that's what he's doing right now. He started off day one already on a good foot. note. He was doing it last year when he was hurt. He was in the rooms every damn day studying tape. Doing Prime just said it. He was getting pissed, dude. He was using that as motivation before this year. And I think I can't wait. This is going to be truly exciting to see these two juggernauts go at it. And uh, while we're on the topic of uh, battles at the line, Gail, do you want to talk about it? Talk about battles it. of the line. 
Yeah, I mean, your, your boy, well, yeah, Derek Barnett. I mean, I happened to see today <laughs> that uh, one Milton Williams was actually practicing at the defensive end position. Uh, see, it feels like Derek Barnett is going to be sweating a little bit harder. Hey, but didn't we did, – didn't, didn't I personally have sweat higher than – Barnett? That's not, that's not what I was saying. That's not what I was saying. Yes. I'm, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about Milton Williams and Derek Barnett. Yeah, we didn't say nothing about Sweat, okay? Hey, Gail said it just last night. He was talking about Josh Sweat, and we mentioned him, everyone wants to talk about Kerrigan. And- what, once again, we didn't say anything about Sweat. We're asking oh, about, about Barnett, and we're asking about Milton Williams. Yeah, what Look, about Milton Williams? I think just, we can I, play on I both. I found it interesting today. I love it. I found it interesting today that he was lining up at defensive end. That's all I'm saying. I think that having yeah, more but that depth, has nothing to do with Barnett. You know why it gets me excited? It's got more competition. What do you mean? It's got they were to do with Barnett. They were running three four technique, and that's what means to me that uh, you know Milton Williams is a defensive end. Oh my! We talk about the multiple fronts, the multiple schemes. It's already happening the first day of training camp. Yeah. I can't believe it. We talk about the stand up rushers. You're going to be seeing outside linebacker type guys, guys moving around. This is going to be so much fun, and I can't wait for the season to begin. Well, they were they were running the three four down by the uh, yeah uh, red end zone, zone. Yep. yeah red zone. So I mean that's, that's what I was just saying it, it, yeah those, hell yeah. those inter- interchangeable pieces like you know talk about a stand up piece talk about uh, who's going to take over that role. There's you know can Kerrigan take over that role? But I, I feel like that's one thing that you like about Milton Williams. He's an interchangeable piece. He can play DT the end. That's why. In terms of like, if you're gonna move on from somebody, we they talked about it enough about Derek Barnett potential trade bait. Yep. Then that would kind of make sense if I mean you have Kerrigan here, you got Sweat in here, you got Brandon Graham in here. If Milt Williams can make his presence known early on, then you have you have someone to move. Got options, but, man. But overall, you, I mean, that's you talk about the depth that we have. I mean, Javon Hargraves, Fletcher Cox. Jannard Avery. I mean, they, I mean, he's. Let's see what yeah. he can do. I mean, step to step, bro. I think that's why they call him a linebacker. I think he's going to be in that stand-up yeah, rusher role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's going to be that linebacker position. Yeah, yeah. Call him whatever you want. They're going to be coming from all over the place, hand in the dirt, standing up. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> and we're already seeing it with Milton Williams, our freaking third-round pick, using him to his strengths. And look, they said he was exciting. We've seen the college tape, but let's see it on the field. And they're already giving us a little taste of it. I got to be honest, yeah. man. I didn't even realize that dude is that big, man. He's a beast, <sighs> Huge, bro. Huge. And he can move. Yeah. Like, for, ah, for as big like as, for as big as he is, in. yeah, for as big as he is, man, look at that. I'm like, damn. Okay. That's, a, that's, a, that's a big boy right there. Yeah, man. It's a Mack yeah. truck, dude. Yeah, man. He's going to be so good. <laughs> and Let me clarify this. Am I? Do you guys think I'm a Bart uh, Barnett like fan club member? Hell yeah, I'm Barnett simp. Yeah, for sure. Are you? Oh, then I would have never even said anything for you. You're the president of the fan club, bro. Stop. President. Not only am I a client, but I'm also the president. Yeah. All right. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) What? I was like, I was like, can't back you up anymore. I, I, yeah, no, I, I'm a sweat thing. <laughs> and then you start. You are, yeah, I'm not going to sweat. Yeah. And then you start in your sweat thing. Yeah, yeah. Who, then you start your back up who, fan club. Who was my sweat. who's my breakout player last year? Oh, no one's God. denying that. All right, you, then. You like, like more than one defensive end. <laughs> and when hey, I said, I was like, yo, we have more than one. When we got Kerrigan, I was excited about that because then, all right, if you're going to move from on from Derek Barnett, now you have all these plans in places. Teron Jackson. 
I I fully explain myself. I think Who you could move on from DB. You could. That explanation was shit. He'll give you oh, ten was... million if you move on from Derek Barnett too. That's ten million saved right there. So like, screw getting rid of Ertz. Get rid of yeah, Derek exactly. Barnett instead. Yeah, Save an yeah, extra one yeah, and a half we, million. Yeah, there we go. Exactly. We we're going to say eight point five. We're going to say ten. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, you know, J- Jalen Jalen Hurts. You know, it's a, it's it's his first training camp practice. People are looking at tra- uh, training ca- camp day one and seeing that. You know, he missed some throws today. Uh, people are like, oh, it's, you know, it, it, like they're already like freaking out. Like it, it's it's Philadelphia and you, you're thinking like, you know, the fans will start chirping. And then I, I know Elliot Shore Parks was saying his piece. Uh, but shout out, to, shout out to Elliot Shore Parks. He, he had his little numbers here in, in terms of uh, his practice numbers here. Uh, Jalen Hurts was five for 14, two touchdowns, one interception, 20 reps. All with the first team. Joe Flacco, six for ten, two touchdowns, sixteen reps. All second team. Nick Mullins, eight for eight. Should he be the starter? That's the only good starter right there. Uh, <laughs> all third team, but I, I know uh, Travis Fogum had dropped the ball. That could have been a nice catch today. Um, there was a ball that was thrown to Kenny Gainwell, and it was ripped out of his hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Josiah Scott got an interception. That was the one. Yep. Yeah, so I mean, but then again, everyone's you know people will still be talking that shit. It's like, bro, it's the first practice. They're they're learning how to, uh, you know, run the plays. First time they're running them all together out there. So relax. I'm gonna give you Aaron Rodgers. Relax. (laughs) Relax. Did you see the Karen Rodgers post today? I that picture was pretty funny. No, I did not. He went off today though. I thought that was amusing. I don't know if you guys saw that. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers went off on social media. Oh no, he had a press conference and he went oh. off on Green Bay's like ownership, all the people. I mean, I know the fans oh, like own it or whatever, yeah, but yeah. The, people, the president and stuff. He went in. He had a list of names from all the people that were let go through his whole career. He was talking about Julius Pepper, Jordy Nelson, dude. Oh my god! I was gosh. like, like four <laughs> minutes of him just busting. Yeah. Like, I was like, damn. Well, I didn't. Get, I didn't get to see all of it, but I saw snippets of it. But just they said he was very. Open about everything. Man, like, yeah, I mean, just like very kept it real. Hey, but you can say you can say anything you want at his level. He's like, or yep. we would say he was basically saying it's not a Green Bay is not a vacation destination. They want to come for me. The players come there for me. So yeah, and I mean the, the guy, the guy's yeah. attitude is like, you want to trade me? Trade me then. <laughs> I'm gonna speak my mind. Balls in his court, and he knows it <laughs> pretty much. Uh, Big Fish Little Boat talks about how about Kayvon Wallace starting to you look at. You know, the second year uh, safety out of Clemson. Also, Brian Dawkins, uh, son's roommate at Clemson. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a stat right there. Um, he, you know, got got the start. I, I like to see him out there. Also, you know, Epps. Epps was uh, where was Epps today? Who's hurt? Who's injured today? No, Marcus. Yeah, I don't think he was. There? No, okay. I think tomorrow he'll be starting, and Kayvon will be the one sitting. You know what I mean? One of those scenarios. But yeah. Nice to see Kayvon, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, it's kind of expected right now with Rodney out, but yeah. there's yeah. going to need to be someone to fill in the uh, fill in the gap there. Well, that oh, was our man. conversation like a week ago, right? We all sat here and talked about would it be Epps or right. would it be Kayvon? Because you, Aunt Harris can play either side, and Epps is more of a free safety and Kayvon is strong. So it's, right. This is what that whole competitive environment that they're trying to build is. They're, they're probably just yeah. going to end up saying where 
Harris ends up feeling most comfortable. Yeah. I know we, I know we can bounce back and forth, but you know, whatever suits him best and then whatever would suit the other uh, safety. And hopefully Rodney's just ready. So he can just rock. Exactly. Know? Exactly. Uh, there's, there's one other note about, uh, how about this? Yeah, Sirianni rolling out two uh, halfback uh, look <laughs> with with Gainwell and Miles Sanders. I mean, that's 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 exciting stuff. I mean, you know, I I, I could get down with that. Um, we haven't talked about that all the time or anything. Do you know that split backs is going to make us one of the most explosive teams? We, we dude, we talked about Kenny Gainwell or Demetric Felton in this offense before the draft. What they would do next to a Miles Sanders, or if you added a goal line back, what you would do having someone like Jalen Hurts having that dual threat, your play action, all of your RPOs. You establish that with the run. So. Oh, my God. I literally cannot stop thinking about the fact that you put two of those backs in the backfield. What's the defense thinking now? You're looking at Jalen Hurts. Okay, well, is he going to hand it off? Oh, he could have handed it off, or maybe it's a little play action. Oh, dump it off to one of those guys because, well, carry on, Miles, and Kenny can all catch the ball. They can all pass protect. And, yeah, you could hit them anywhere you please, and it could be Goddard. It could be Smith, you know, if they're not giving it to them. So it's it's going to be a fun offense if the line stays healthy, obviously. Yeah, the, the possibilities are endless, man. Especially, endless. especially if we keep that number eighty-six guy. I mean, <laughs> the, the opportunity is even more. Mark, <laughs> I've been up since six a.m. Um, I'm dying. Uh, I really feel like I'm gonna fall on my face. So yeah, I'm gonna explode out of a pure excitement talking with you guys all day online on the Fourth and John account, Mike. I'm getting so excited for this that I might just have a heart attack week two when I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> Any any other notes that you guys had that that stuck out to you guys that you that you saw? Um, so I, I just wanted to touch quickly on uh, on our head coach. Uh, just uh, there was a lot of people. There's some beat reporters talking about how. Um, I, I mean, a lot of us criticized me. I'll I'll raise my hand. I criticized uh, Nick Sirianni when we first uh, taught, like when we first saw him the opening day press conference. It was all we really jumped the the gun on that one uh but what all the beat reporters are saying today is how high energy he was uh with everybody uh all the players that were there um he was really uh given uh supposedly he was given adrian killen some shit after he uh fumbled the ball that's when he really got his most excited throughout the practice but i'm glad to have a uh, a coach with some juice man so a coach with some pep in his step and uh i really uh i'm really liking what i'm seeing out of him i'm i'm glad that my uh, opinion on him has really turned around i I, I, gotta, I gotta say the, the the most impressive thing about day one was just the the attitude that these guys were having while they were doing their interviews i mean they were talking highly about each other not focusing just on themselves they were like spreading the love out to these rookies to these other veteran players so like when uh fletcher was up there talking you know he was giving props to milton how he looked um you know you had uh jalen you know of course talking about the team and then you got you know uh some of the other guys just you know just again like the fact that they were spreading that love out that was that was pretty cool you know i mean that's 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 the type of you know attitude of you we definitely want to see, you know what I mean? Because it knows that we're going to start off on a way better foot than what we did last year. <clears throat> yeah. I like that unselfish. You just said, I think they're going to hold each other accountable. You know, they're actually going to be a team and that's what we've been missing for the last few years. So I was just excited because even the fans, it seems like that, you know, people aren't fighting too much. I mean, there's some that are getting you know, upset about anything, but it just felt like brotherly love was in the air today, man. It really made me feel good. I think the note uh, though. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say about the, the presser, um, the start of the presser, and it was Howie and 
you know, Nick Sirianni. And, and it just to me, it feels like, you know, I, th- I, th- I just feel like how he's very hands on and I, just the way that he's, he, you know, he, when Nick Sirianni was, uh, you know, asked some questions, you could just see how, yeah. how he was like looking at him and just like, you know, or kind of just kind of like it was almost like he was just he just seemed guarded. Like he was just like analyzing what he was saying or like just watch what you it say. Was, it's like kind of talking to him with his overprotective yeah. like boyfriend yeah. or something. You know, just trying to be like, you know, just like, hey, man, like, you know, it's it. you could just tell. I mean, you could tell it's a very they're very, very early in their career. Uh, you know, prior to this, what would I say? I was just like, he's their Fisher Price head coach. You know, it's his my first head coaching job. He's got the training wheels on him. Like, mm-hmm. re- regardless of what you you know, I like I like the enthusiasm, enthusiasm. I like the energy, but you know he's got uh, their hands all in it in the pot right now. So, I mean, had, that, does that did you guys get that vibe at all? Yeah, he said he was going to talk to the players later tonight. Just what you know, the important part about watching practice, watching yourself, helping yourself get better every single day. You know, and a lot of people were down on this guy at first, but uh, if you listen to him from the beginning, he has literally said, you know, uh, how much he cares about the game. And to me, that's all I heard. (laughs) He loves the game, and he comes out with a passion that's unmatched, dude. And that doesn't mean anything uh, when it comes to coaching. It doesn't mean you're going to be a good coach because you're passionate, but from what I've heard from really good players, he's a good coach and I've watched the offense. I love that they brought up in that presser. They were one in five with the Colts and went on to win nine out of the next 10 games because they stuck with their system. They, well, he said they trusted the process. Love that dude. Uh, he's somebody that believes in what he's doing. I saw someone ask the question, what kind of offense will we run? Whatever works against the defense we're playing. I think this guy knows how to play football, and he understands that he's got multiple pieces that he can move around and attack a defense a certain way. So each week you're going to see a different offense, different defense even. I think these are some young coaches with some bright minds, and uh, people are in for a show. Uh, Big Fist Little Boat says, Howie is like Puffy all up in the videos dancing. Yo. <laughs> That's a great one. Uh, Ke- Kelly says uh, Jerry Jones is the third. Duh. Don't put that evil on us, Kelly. Uh, Mark says uh, Howie's a little handsy, um, but we'll see, man. It, it's still it's still very early. Um, I'm trying to think any uh, other notes that um, are coming off the top of my head. I, I'm trying to. Think, I got one, uh, Gail. It's props to you too. You came on last night on my show, and we talked about the tight ends, right? And what the hell would happen if Zach Ertz wasn't going to stay? And you brought up a name of a six foot seven guy that used to be a quarterback at the university of Buffalo, went to the Buffalo bills, uh, then was converted to a tight end brought here. And uh, we talked about him last night. You know, who's going to be the guy that steps up when given the opportunity. Well, turns out today, this guy caught a ball and ran the F over Rashad Smith. And people were talking about it. I didn't get to see it, but it literally was the talk of the town. Everybody. Oh my God, what a massive hit. So Mm -hmm. I thought that was an important note that, Maybe we do have a little diamond in the rough there because you had compared him, I think, to Logan Thomas. You know, so yeah, I would love that. I mean, Ty- Tyree Jackson, uh, you know, converted quarterback. He's got the size. You know, you, you just you're looking for a, a versatile piece on the back end, a guy who can make plays. They they said Hakeem Butler. They saw him mainly out wide. That they said that that exterior might might be over. Uh, but you know, did you guys you know because you're talking about this tight end depth. And and uh, we 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 made mention about Ertz and earlier, uh, but there was a conversation that was had uh, between Zach Ertz and uh, Howie Roseman. 
Um, mm. That looks like that looks like two guys deep in thought. Uh, we saw we we've seen two we've seen three guys last at the end of last season talking in deep hmm. thought. Uh, well, this conversation was about. I think uh, Rube was actually counting. He was like, it's over 10 minutes. They've been talking for over 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia media covers everything, everything. Yeah. So it was an over 10-minute conversation. What do you think that conversation was? I think he was and, just asking him what kind of bleach he used in his hair. I think it would be pretty awesome if Howie just showed up with blonde hair tomorrow and just didn't even acknowledge it. Did you hear Jalen Hurts make the joke? He's like, they asked him, what do you think is actually? He's like, yeah, I thought about doing that myself. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Don't Antonio Brown this, man. Is that Logan Paul out there? Uh, Listen, listen, you guys got to look at it. It's a brand new Zach Ertz, man. Let, like let, let yeah. just go with it. It's a brand new Zach Ertz. I think I think that there's only one thing that the conversation could have been about. I mean, what? contracts. It's money. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. There's only like, one thing they could have really. You're in they or were out. trying to make up. Yeah. You think yeah. they were really? I think they were. That's a long conversation. I think Howie was kind of feeling them out. Like, are you going to play on this money? Not cause a problem? Like, can we do this for one last year? You want to ride it He's out? Like, oh, we have a uh, hey, we have a uh, Arizona online too. Uh, we're going to Jordan Hicks. <laughs> And then uh, who the hell is that Optimus Prime with Julie? <laughs> is that it? Hold who it the hell is that? Who is that guy? I mean, I don't know, man. Interesting. Very interesting. Two, Real Rod says two guys hashing it out. I, I feel that way too, Rod. I mean, if he's open and honest, you know, like if, if they're on a, a working – relationship now it's a you know there's because remember last season training camp started out with a uh all-out argument right. with zach Ertz and right. howard roseman right to have them back here week one either you know at least talking to each other uh, having a new conversation man i mean that's that's what it was like uh, my and, and my back uh, let me just say real quick i mean like look He's he they had the conversation that's done, it's over with. They got it out of the way. Everybody put the spotlight on it today. Now, I'm going to be one to tell you that I'm definitely going to be focusing on how he produces in practices, what his attitude is going to be, what his mentality is going to be. And then, right there, I feel like that's when we could go ahead and make the determination if this guy is really all about being on that week one roster. Interesting, you know. But the other weird thing about it is, you know, we talked about that eight five, right. We're gonna we're gonna learn how involved he is with this t- fo- this football team moving forward. If you don't see him getting in certain plays, if he's not involved in this, because you're, you're you're literally if he's if he's part of the offense, then they're gonna start running the plays. They're gonna be doing two tight t- two tight end sets. Ertz is gonna be out there doing his thing. But if he's not, and you see that they're kind of like keeping to the side, they're like, well, we don't want to break the china. This is the good stuff over here. It's worth eight point five million. We're not going to hurt, get you hurt in practice if we're trying to trade you, or if that conversation is look. You know, you know, Howie Roseman already said that he sees him being on this team week one. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know. I get like, can you, you know, can you believe what Howie said that or made not? Me feel no. skeptical. After that, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, he, ba- he, ba- he, he basically told him, get your ass out there and go start yakking. All right. I need to see some yakking. Uh, but I he, he me, caught a pass today. He fell down. So 
<laughs> I think for me, it's you love Ertz, and he's a dude. I mean, one of the greatest tight ends we've had, man. And I'll always love the dude. But you know, mentioned the money. Uh, look, we're building something toward the future. But I think what really pissed me off this whole offseason is there are people with jobs that have no idea how the cap works, and they kept telling everyone that we couldn't do these moves. And Zach Ertz was gone. He had to be gone. <laughs> And it's like, no, 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 no. First off, we are going to still have about two and a half, three million dollars after these signings. So we still have money. Zachers doesn't need to go anywhere, but we keep mentioning what that money could do. Uh, you could still make a nasty trade or make some other, you know, Jordan Hicks has mentioned. There's a lot of players. Xavier Howard's available. I mean, there's a lot of guys out there that are, you know, it's fun to talk about. But let's be real. We're building toward the future, right? So we got 45 plus mil next year. We've got 10 draft picks. Maybe we just get rid of him for the sake of getting more money. He's already costing us like $1 million plus the next two years regardless. Uh, but I just think he might still, as much as I'm trying to be a homer and love him and, yeah, he's going to stay, I still feel there's a good possibility he's not here week one. Hey, so the only one's geeked for week one is Charles Craig. <laughs> Can't wait. Watch this effing team man, fly. Uh you know, I don't know, man. Like, I, you know, the, the one thing that I was pretty excited about um, was Jalen Hurts' demeanor during his presser. You talk about a guy who's – he knows what the Philadelphia media is. He knows that there, he, there's these pitfalls in, in this presser where he could either be brought to somewhere he doesn't want to be or uh, – you know, they'll, they'll try to turn the, the his answer around on him or, you know, just to hear him say, he's like, you know, all this this chatter that's out there. He's like, oh, what chatter? What chatter? He knows what chatter means. Uh, Deshaun Watson, he's like, you know, I, I just show up. I do what I do. Um, I'm above it all. And I, I, I love that phrasing of I'm above it all. Like, I know who I am. I know what I bring to the table. I know the skills I possess, the work that I've been putting in the time that I've invested into the players, not just the team, the players. And if you go watch, go read the article from Tim McManus uh, about the bro barn, about how, you know, he, how he's working out with Lane Johnson, developing those relationships. That's what, and they were, they were talking about Jalen hurts in the off season, working at between reps. He just calls out plays like he's mentally envisioning everything. He's been prepping so hard and for this moment, and here he is, Howard Eskin, trying to throw a, a, a WIP bomb on him. And he slowly stepped stepped aside like it was a 300-pound defensive tackle about to rip his face off. And he he, he took the answer with ease. It's that was it, it was just the answer to me, but it, to me, that's it's pretty deep, you know, like just the way that he handles himself. Yeah, I mean, it shows his maturity. Absolutely. It just shows where his head's at, how he is just singularly focused on just improving himself and uh, making the best out of this team. And he's not focusing on all of the nonsense that's going out, out, out in the media, out on social media, which I love. I want a guy that is disconnected from social media and is just completely driven to want to get better every day. Bro, I already used that statement today. Uh, that's what kind of impact he already has here in Philadelphia. I was talking to my girlfriend about a troll. I was like, I'm above it all. I'm above it all. And she's like, what? Because I kept emphasizing. I'm like, that's what, that's what Jalen Hurts said. She's like, well, when? What are you talking? I'm like, uh, sorry. But no, literally, like this dude comes out. And this is a narrative I've been trying to push for six effing months. And, you know, it's so crazy to see on the timeline when people just flip the script after like four months. Be like, he's the worst ever. It's like, dude, do you see it now? 
FTC, what Gail, Prime, Evan have told you. I've told you this all offseason. We're just looking at what we have seen, the things we have. We're not focusing on the negative. It's the excitement for what he could be. We know that there could be bumpy roads ahead. Of course, there will be. Today was one of those perfect examples. But let's watch him grow and hope that these coaches that they put around him, the players they put around him, are what he needs to become the best he can be. And, dude, just looking at his demeanor, he's going to do everything he can to be that guy. And I cannot wait, dude. Keep down. That's my quarterback. That's my quarterback, man. Uh, Will from Facebook says practice is reps. When the lights come on, Hurts is going to ball out. He showed it in college and in spurts in a weird-ass season last year. Yeah. Can't wait for him to get his shot with this team. I mean, you just talk about it. Let me – this – like we're talking about Jalen Hurts, the guy who played five games, you know, half of half of one, so four and a half games. This is his first off season, yep. his first training camp practice, and that's kind of funny to see him in a in a real game before he gets his first training camp practice. Mm -hmm. This is where it all develops: the timing, the trust, um, you know, and you know, and people might look at some of uh, the throws and might being a little bit off, but. Sirianni talked about the footwork. He said he's obsessed with the footwork and how Jalen Hurts um, is setting up these plays and where his feet are. Like this, that's the most important thing. Again, we're in the first practice. This, they're installing everything. So mm -hmm. having his footwork right for all these plays, this is where it's at. It starts with the little, you know, they, they talk about fundamentals. I hate when he, he says fundamentals, but it is fundamentals. It's boring. Yeah. Yeah. And he talked about not breaking guys fundamental, like the way they've learned and things like that. So you got to be tricky. It's kind of tricky with that, you know? So he talked about, there's nothing to fix upper body wise. The dude is got it. Don't listen to what anyone else says, but you said it, it's the footwork. So you got to be careful with that, allowing him to play to his strengths, but also teaching him to use it correctly. And I think dude, Nick Ciardi is really smart just to listen to him and Shane Steichen and Brian Johnson, guys that are really good with quarterbacks. And obviously but Brian Johnson's been mentioned a million times, you know, obviously his friendship with Jalen's father and all that. But, dude, I think, you know, that relationship there just is going to be really special and really help him grow. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I mean, any other notes that you guys had out there? Like, I don't like banana routes, right? I don't like the we're going to roll into it. It's stick your foot in the ground and rip it. I mean, I, I I think it is. I think it is rip it time. I think, you know, either way you look at it, um, we have another practice tomorrow. That's got to be exciting. Anything Back you're looking for? What, what are you guys looking forward uh, to, to for, for tomorrow's practice? Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm just looking more towards the competitions that are actually going on. I want to see uh, the safeties. I want to see uh, if Kayvon Wallace is going to end up out there, if he can prove that he could be a starter on this team. I want to see that whole Derek Barnett, Josh Sweat, Milton Williams thing kind of play out. The left tackle is uh, at the top of my list as well. There's a lot of competition here. And uh, as Mark Bird said earlier in, in the comment okay. section, it, it, competition and depth is a great problem to have. Um, if we're really – if we're, we're sitting here fighting about uh, who should be starting at uh, defensive end, defensive tackle, any of the spots in the trenches, I mean, we're kind of in a really good position. I just hope that everybody can stay healthy, uh, continue to just work and grind against each other. That sounded weird. Uh, this entire training <laughs> camp. And uh, yeah, look, looking forward to more of it. You just yeah. saw Dallas down there and it got you. Don't worry yeah. about it, man. 
And that, that, that's the thing, man, the competitiveness just to keep it, uh, keep it going, keep it consistent. Um, I'm definitely going to go ahead and keep an eye on, you know, who's going to go after that wide receiver three spot. Um, you know, there's a lot of names, you know, to throw into the hat and who's going to be that top guy to go ahead and come out and get that spot <laughs> is the interesting part. Um, and definitely seeing, you know, the, the two left tackles. I mean, again, we got two solid guys, you know, one coming back from a serious injury and then Mulata, you know, proving that he could be that, you know, that starter going forward. Uh, they're, they're both, you know, their mentality uh, going into this competitive on this with each other is is crazy. And I'm going to definitely look, pay attention to that a little bit more often. Um, but yeah, I mean, just, you know, just keeping this thing consistent throughout everybody, like bringing everybody, bringing the best out of each other is, is what I'm looking for on a daily basis. Uh, Timothy's looking for, he's a defensive starters, D line rotation. Uh, Chandler Jones, uh, possibly on the trade block. I talked, I talked to Tim and the, the agent, his agent friends were talking about Hicks and Jones, like. They're trying to move those guys. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm imagine if you pulled off a Ertz trade to Arizona. You know what I love about the, the presser? This just reminded me of it when you said that. What, how he said he's like, it's kind of funny. They're gonna throw us in every single trade conversation because we're yeah. gonna have plus yeah. forty five million yeah. next year, <laughs> yeah. and we have ten draft picks. So yeah. people always come out with this stuff. We hear it every draft, every. Oh, well, this guy's getting, and it's like let's let's slow it down for a second here, guys. And Chandler Jones is a great player, but. Not necessarily what we need. We are stacked right there. Um, and with the money situation we're talking about, um, I just don't see that happening right now. But I like the idea for sure. I mean, we need the pass rush to get better, right? So what we've talked about over and over again for years since we got that trophy. So we want to get it back with winning the trenches, you know? So we know our offensive line is one of the best when healthy. Now let's see what this D-line can do. Uh, so that's one of the things I'm looking forward to is – who's starting tomorrow that wasn't today and people losing their minds about that. So I want to see who's given an opportunity because this team really seems like everyone's going to get a chance to compete, show what you've got with the first team reps, second team reps. I think training camp is going to be fun. If you just take everything with a grain of salt and realize what you're watching training camp. Yeah, we'll see. We will see prime. Uh, before we get out of here, last words. Uh, you know, I just want to go ahead and remind you guys for tomorrow's show, episode nine with Puga, my guest for uh, tomorrow's show. Uh, make sure you guys Thanks. tune in at seven thirty tomorrow. Um, other than that, man, just uh, keep you know the excitement going. You know, with these daily practices, uh, st- you know, uh, get 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 that get that hype going because it's coming, man. And and a lot more uh, competitiveness is definitely going to be coming out of these guys within the days to come. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But other than that, you know, everybody just stay safe and uh. We're, we're, we're getting there, man. We're getting there. Just be patient. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, uh, you're, you're requested for a hell yeah from uh, Birdman. <laughs> what's that? You guys need to hit that mother truck and like button now, Jimmy. Wait, what's happening right now? He's asking for a hell yeah. What's a hell yeah? Oh, give him a like, hell uh, yeah, baby. Give me a hell yeah. yeah. There it is. There it is. Gold? Oh, there hell it yeah. Is. Let me tell you what I'm thinking about tomorrow. Um, I'm thinking thank you, Jalen Hurts, for the prayer before the <laughs> practice today, going out, giving the shout-out to us. You know, that means that big nice. things, man. We got your back, bro. Uh, no, but seriously, just let's spicy. hope that these guys come back. Oh, geez. Let's hope. Uh, Howie did a great job this offseason, so I'm excited to see what these – the fruits of his labor You become. drank the Kool-Aid. 
Jimmy drank the Kool-Aid. No, 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 no. I was putting out the Kool-Aid. And not only did I drink it, I helped put it out. He was serving remember. it, too. He was serving Who said it. that how he, he could figure it. out the cap, who he would draft? I mean, it was all there. People just had to do the work. And a lot of them didn't want to and wanted to tell us other things. But here at Fourth of John, we let you guys know we've got your back. Um, so I'm excited for tomorrow. Just keep learning about this team, right? We want to keep learning about the young guys. Everybody stay healthy. The guys that were hurt today, hopefully not big deals. Hopefully Jalen Rager's good to go. We don't have to deal with that again next year, like last year, I mean, sorry. Um, I really think that this year is going to be huge for him. Um, I, I'm hopeful for Rager still. So don't worry about that. I can't wait to see what happens with the Ertz situation. And uh, hey, if you guys need anything, uh, I'll be up and early tomorrow. We'll be posting as much content as we can at 4th and John, dude, giving you guys everything we can from the training camp, all the updates, anything we hear. So, hey, if you love the birds just like us, feel free to interact. Uh, we're, we're just as pumped as you guys out there. Thanks for taking the time, everybody. And have yourselves a great night. Go birds! That's my last time. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, as as for me, uh, I mean, we we got the games coming up, that's for sure. But we also have we also got some uh, some Eagles open practices coming up. Uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully uh, we could see a lot of you guys down there. I mean, we've been doing this whole thing virtually the past year and a half, but uh, you know, we used to be a much more interactive podcast. We might we used to be down in the streets uh, talking with each other in person all the time. So I'm really looking forward to that this year getting back into more normalcy, getting to see you guys in person, getting to hang out with all you guys. So uh, I hope to see you guys at the open practice. Yeah. Shout out to AJ voice of an angel. That's more like it. She's besides the F how she, she's got a hashtag go birds. Uh, yeah. I mean, if we are going to be giving away some tickets to the open practices, just be aware of that. Uh, in the next couple of shows, we'll be start giving them away. Um, Cause it's, it's, it goes to a good cause. Um, I know some people, you know, some some people might not have the funds, but if you want a chance to win some free tickets, uh, we're going to be giving some away. Uh, but also, I just want to give a shout out to uh, the crew here and, and everyone posting stuff on um, Fourth and John, the, the writers. Uh, we're really trying to cover this hardcore. I know this was day one. Um, it's it's a, it's a it's a marathon like life. It's a marathon. It's it's not just one day. It's Tomorrow we're going to be back at it. We're either working our regular jobs and we're doing this at the same time. So this is, we work three jobs. Yeah, uh, it never stops. We, we got three jobs. I don't sell man. cars anymore, driving cars while trying to write an article. That was so unsafe. <laughs> I'll be real with you. I'll be like, yo, do you know it's, it's, you know, it's Eagles training camp. Like, like when people call me at work, I'm like, do you know what it is? You know what time it is? I got real work to do over here. I was one of those guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> so, I mean, I appreciate you guys sticking with us. Um, if you have any updates or you want any questions, hit us in the DMs or hit us up in our DMs and, and want anything that you want us to talk about or players that you want us to focus on, just let us know. Uh, Elena says, right, when you Elena. love what you do, it is not work. No, man, this is this, <laughs> this is our lifestyle, bro. We're, we're sick. If they only knew how much we did off the screen together. <laughs> we're, we're sick. Uh, uh, we but, really but, for, but for me and the boys, we'll see you guys in the next one. And as always, fly, Eagles, fly. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, 
Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.